Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. Be honest, are you procrastinating by listening to this podcast? It's okay. You just need Rockstar Focus. Choose from three delicious flavors, each crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost, like lion's mane, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and zero sugar. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Olive Magazine podcast. This is episode three in a series of four podcasts exploring gut health. In this episode, we'll be looking at skin health, condition and hormonal balance. Uh, hey guys, it's Adam, uh, Olive's uh, deputy food editor, and I'm here with Kerry Torrens, um, who's a nutritionist, a health writer, and is working um, in the industry for 15 years, uh, working for Good Food and Olive. Hi, Adam. Hi. Um, today we're talking about gut health. Um, well, in particular, skin health and condition and how gut health uh, can be linked to that, and uh, also hormonal balance. Um, so tell us a bit about how gut health can impact our skin health? Or Okay. Well, if you think about it, our gut and skin are our exterior protection to our environment. So the gut is open from our mouth to our anus. So it's a, it's another form of skin, really. Mm-hmm. We think of it as internal, which it is, mm-hmm. but it is a protective um, layer. And the skin and the gut have ecosystems on them, which are these live organisms. Um, now, so corners of your eyes and your fingernails, different parts of your skin have a different ecosystem. Interestingly enough, if you're right-handed versus left-handed, your right hand will have a different ecosystem to your left. I mean, it's fascinating, really amazing. Now, these little ecosystems are basically doing amazing jobs, keeping our skin um, moist, keep protecting our skin, helping with temperature regulation, mm-hmm. helping with um, controlling our, our effects against the environment and against weather. So all of these things are happening through the thanks of these little sort of eco-warriors mm-hmm. that are on our skin. Mm-hmm. And the gut has obviously um, 
a lot of ecosystems as well. So about 38 trillion are in our gut. Mm -hmm. But the remaining um, amount, about 100 trillion in all, exist elsewhere in the body. So different parts of the body will have its own ecosystem. Yeah. So like, I mean, for me to understand the sort of skin biome, um, so say if I cut myself, so are they like sort of protecting against bad bacteria getting inside and then getting infected and, and are, they, are they there to do things like that? They, they will to a certain extent, yes. But um, obviously that's also, that will involve your immune system. So mm -hmm. inflammation has a part to play there. Right. Um, on a daily basis, when your skin's not damaged, they'll be controlling the pH of the skin. Mm -hmm. They'll be controlling lipid production, which keeps your skin... What lipids? So little fats that keep right. your skin moisturised mm -hmm. and um, so it protects you from dryness. Mm -hmm. um, so they're, they're really maintaining the quality and the um, health of your your skin. And what can happen if these things are like out of balance or if, uh, if we're not that yeah. healthy? Yeah, well, if, if it's out of balance, then you might see things like acne, um, dryness, dermatitis, um, psoriasis have all been connected both with gut and skin mm -hmm. um, imbalances. And um, what can we do to balance these things okay it's twofold really so from the point of view of your skin obviously what you use on your skin will have an mm -hmm. impact so antibacterial washes for example can have a damaging Im impact on the ecosystem mm -hmm. um swimming in chlorinated water can have an impact on on the ecosystem um using um harsh products not protecting from the sun all of these things can impact your um skin ecosystem mm -hmm. then what you eat can mm. also have an impact because a lot of people say that your skin is the reflection of your health so it's showing how healthy you are internally yeah. now if you're eating a, a poor diet which is high in fat high in sugar mm -hmm. high in carbohydrates then that can impact in the quality and health of your skin because it's impacting your gut microbiome mm -hmm. and in terms um, in turn that's going to be impacting the quality of your skin because it's going to be affecting how your liver is processing toxins mm -hmm. um, and that can all manifest in in your skin so what for, what foods are good for um, keeping a healthy skin biome okay well there's foods that can be really healthy for the skin anyway so mm -hmm. these are things like um, your fatty fish so mm. salmon trout tuna mackerel they supply omega-3 fatty acids and these are really important for um, dampening down inflammation keeping the skin healthy um, other things that are really good for the skin are fruits and vegetables, mainly because they provide things like vitamin C and vitamin C is really important for collagen formation. And collagen is really what keeps the structure of your skin sort of plump and firm. Mm -hmm. um, so vitamin C is important. Polyphenols, antioxidants in fruits um, and vegetables are really good as well mm -hmm. um, because they help fight free radicals, which are the damaging compounds that can cause skin aging. They also act as a prebiotic for your gut bacteria. So they're really good in terms of helping them feel uh, be nourished and to thrive and populate. Um, then it's really thinking about your gut. So fermented foods mm -hmm. are really useful for helping to 
top up the the good bacteria in your gut um and again more prebiotics so fibrous foods mm-hmm. really really important um to feed the good bacteria um and to help them to um work effectively with the immune system mm-hmm. how does um our gut health affect uh, like hormone production so with, with hormones, this is a really interesting thing because we found now that um, the gut uh, microbiota actually has a profound effect on hormones. So oestrogen and testosterone are, are one example. Mm-hmm. So um, these enzymes, these um, gut microbes produce an enzyme in our gut which helps to activate oestrogens from plants. Mm-hmm. So when we eat things like soya, um, and other foods like flax seeds, which contain something called lignin, we can actually convert those into an estrogen, a plant estrogen right. that can become really potent and and valuable mm-hmm. if you have low estrogen levels. So women in the uh, menopausal years, for example. Yeah. Now, studies show that actually not many people actually do this conversion and that in order for it to be um, really effective, we need to have the right gut bacteria mm-hmm. um, so lots of women will be drinking soya milk adding more soya to their diet but seeing very little effect on some of the symptoms they, may, they might be experiencing equally um, you could have an estrogen dominance and again these good gut bacteria can be really valuable in helping to control the amount of circulating estrogen in the body mm-hmm. so there's conditions like endometriosis for example which is estrogen dominant again helping to have the right balance and it is about balance Mm -hmm. because um if you have too many of a particular type of gut bacteria it may encourage estrogen circulation if you have too low you may have um less estrogen circulation so it's all about equilibrium and balance but um these good bacteria can help to control the estrogen circulating in your in your blood and the same with androgens so things like testosterone Mm -hmm. again these good gut bacteria can help to metabolize testosterone into a into the form that is um a better balance for the body and how like for me how would uh, like a testosterone imbalance affect me um well certainly for older people it can affect um, yes. things like prostate right um, yeah. so there, there's a, an active form of testosterone called DHT which can have an impact on prostate mm-hmm. um so it's really you know it's really about controlling how the body is metabolizing um, testosterone but that's valid for women as well so something like uh, PCOS polycystic ovarian syndrome has too much testosterone um, and so it's it's valid as equally for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So does that mean, should we change what we eat as we get older? Should we be actively looking at these things to like make changes to, to, to take into effect these, these I, hormonal changes? Yeah, well, I think not just for hormones, I think for other things as well. So like the gut can be really helpful with um, bone strength, maintaining bone strength mm-hmm. um, and sort of including fermented dairy in your diet can be really helpful for this. So I think as we age, yes, we do need to think about our diets, we need less calories, but we need, need more nutrient density. Mm-hmm. So making sure the quality of your diet is good is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at the fermented food you eat, looking at the plant-based food you eat, looking at the amount of protein you eat mm-hmm. is really important to prevent muscle loss. So you should potentially eat a little bit more protein as you get, as you get older. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of controversy over this. Some people say, oh, if you eat too much protein, it can be... Um, harmful for the kidneys Mm -hmm. but studies have shown that this is really um if there is a kidney problem in the first place if you're a healthy individual then eating a little bit more protein is not going to 
to cause a problem. And actually in elderly people, studies have suggested it actually helps them uh, remain that um, more balanced, more um, stable in their older years. So yes, more protein, fibre, really important, but mm-hmm. don't go over to, over the top on fibre if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. So gradually introduce more fibre. We now know that fibre is much more complex than we ever thought. Mm-hmm. So we used to think of fibre as soluble or insoluble. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, we know there's many, many different types of fibre and it doesn't suit all people. So just be careful that you're not overdoing it mm-hmm. um, and work to your own tolerance. How do we sort of play this with like other things like lifestyle? How, how should we actually? Yeah, so so things like lifestyle can be really important. So stress can impact our gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. Um, eating a high sugar diet can impact it because it causes blood sugar swings and that is a stress in itself. Um, living a fast rate life. Yeah. Exercising too much or too little. You know, it's all about physical activity can improve your gut microbiome Mm -hmm. but again it's about balance Mm -hmm. Um, and meditation has been shown to be really helpful as well because it brings about relaxation so Mm -hmm. that can all um, help yeah perfect well thank you very much for talking to me guys no problem you've been listening to a special edition of the olive magazine podcast check out the other three podcasts in this series on gut health at olivemagazine.com 